When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And don't forget that there is a someone up above. Be a simple, kind of man. Be something you love and understand. You ever heard this version of this song, Laura? No. I love this song. The original and this cover. Uh, this is a band Shinedown doing Simple Man, which was originally a Leonard Skinner song. Okay. Yeah. I hope that I tell my daughter something that one day she will write into an epic song. You know? <laughs> this is the original. I just thought I'd change it up today. I, you are, you know, Tucker has really great cover songs. If you're looking for a great cover song, you seem to find some really interesting ones. You know, I was uh, playing a whole bunch the other day that I have on an iTunes playlist, and a lot of those songs I can't even find on any of the streaming sites. So oh, wow. I wish I could just put out something publicly and people could just follow it, like on uh, Spotify, for yeah, example. But you can't. Anyway, good morning, Mora. Hey, buddy. Uh, Chris Bundes, our producer, is here with us as well. Can I just start off by saying I am amazed that you would eat a yogurt that hadn't been refrigerated for 24 hours. <laughs> I literally just uh, brought one to work today yeah. and I completely forgot to put it in the fridge yeah, and, so I, asked, and it, I said to Maura, like, would you eat this if it's been out of the fridge for six hours? She's like, I'd eat it if it had been out of the fridge for 24. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, I would. I'm fine with that. Listen, you're, you live life a little soft. If you ask me, Maura's like, I would spill that yogurt on hot asphalt, leave it there for eight hours, and then I would come back and scrape it off into a bowl and I would still eat it. I was at a restaurant once and the fries were so good. They, a couple fell on the floor. I picked one up and ate it off the off floor. floor. <laughs> I just didn't care. Uh, I'm pretty sure I told you the story. I used to work at a, this uh, place in Montreal called Quesara. I was a busboy. Yeah. It's one of my first jobs. And they wouldn't let us eat while we were working, even if we were working these crazy long shifts, like it would start at brunch, into lunch, into dinner. Why couldn't you eat? I don't know. They, we, we didn't get these breaks. Like they didn't even care about us. And I would steal food from plates after I cleared them from people's tables and I'd be shoving fries in my mouth, even though I had no idea where they'd been. I can't even picture I know, you right? like that. Someone who's so germ phobic to be happened? doing stuff like that. What happened to that Tucker? Because that's the kind of Tucker if it's a zombie apocalypse, that's the kind of Tucker that's going to survive. Ah. Not this precious Tucker I have now. Yeah. You know? What are you going to do? I'm so soft now. If it's the end of the world, I'm going to go through that fridge that's just around the corner in our kitchen here at work, and I'm going to eat stuff that's going old. Yeah, I don't I'd... care. Would you um, Would you eat a yogurt that was expired that yes. had been in the refrigerator? Up to how long? A uh, week. 
Okay. But I'd also do a smell check and make sure it smelled okay. You can tell can if something's you? gone bad. And those best before dates are usually like companies have to cover their asses. So they're exaggerated a bit. If you went and bought sliced ham from a deli uh-huh. and the date was Monday yep. that you bought it. Yep. And it's now Sunday. I'd eat it. You would. Because that meat has so much like preservatives in it. Especially like sliced meat. Oh, you're like crazy. That. I would never do that. I would go uh, slice meat, maybe max five days. So maybe Saturday morning I'd think about it, but really I wouldn't feel comfortable. I'd need to have it done by Friday. Wow. Again, not the kind of guy I want to be stuck with when the zombie apocalypse is well, rolling around. Well, that's different. <laughs> but imagine, imagine the zombies coming for you yes. and you're running. Like it's this whole thing and all of a sudden you get this terrible diarrhea cramp. <laughs> And you're like, oh man, I shouldn't have had that sliced ham, ham black forest ham. It's running through me like a freight train. Zombie takes a bite of my stomach. He's like, oh wait, this, this ham in here, it's expired. <laughs> they all start dying. <laughs> I'm the cure for the zombie apocalypse. What about bacon? You open up a package of bacon. Bacon's another one of those things that pretty much lasts forever. And you have half a pack left in the fridge. How many sure. days are you going with that before Two you feel... Weeks. No way! Oh, that's not right. There's so much By the way, fat. don't change. Don't take Mora's statements as though there's some based on any kind of scientific fact. This is her own recklessness. Well, you, there's no way bacon is safe to eat two weeks after you open people it. People hang pancetta in basement cellars for months, and you're telling me a pack of bacon in my fridge can't last for two weeks? What if you bought a barbecued rotisserie chicken? Uh huh. It's Monday. You pick it up at 11 a.m. You will eat that till Thursday. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, I would go till Friday. (laughs) Got (laughs) to Figure that one out, guys. Next time you're ready to get rid of it on the Thursday, you give me a call and I will finish it up on the Friday. Okay. Okay. You know what really annoys me is um, understanding how long spaghetti sauce lasts once you open it and you put it in a fridge. If you get a jar of Classico, it usually has an expiration date or best before, but that's based on it being completely sealed up. Like I should say, once open, you have four days or five days. Yeah. You know, I made that mistake with egg whites. I bought a whole container, like, you know, the carton of egg whites you can Mm -hmm. buy? Mm -hmm. And there's an expiration date on it. Mm -hmm. But if you read the fine print, it'll say, you know, only used for whatever, like a short number of days once opened. Oh, really? Yeah. And? Bad? You had a bad day? fine. I felt fine the whole time. Oh, you did? You see? It was right near the end that I realized it. But that's what I'm saying. All those expiration dates are actually lies. Just so you go back and buy more. Well, in some cases, they're not even expiration dates. It's best before. So they're Mm -hmm. saying their product is best if used before such and such date. Sure. You know, my wife uh, gets really annoying um, with medication. Like cold medication. If you buy some sinus pills, Advil, cold and sinus, she'll throw it out after it expires. Again, somebody, zombie apocalypse, I don't want to be stuck with her. (laughs) She's throwing out my meds? Or maybe you do, because you can just pick up all the meds she's throwing out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but I remember going and saying, hey, where's like the... Cold and flu stuff. And she'd be like, oh, it was expired. Yeah, what? <laughs> you think Advil goes bad? <laughs> That's right. Where's the sign you tab when I need it? Yeah. Oh, man. So in some cases, you know, pills and stuff, I, they could be slightly less effective. 
Mm-hmm. She used to work for a pharma company, so I guess she feels like she wants everything to be fresh, so they have a hundred percent power. But I feel like my mom trained me very well for this phase because when we would run out of milk at home when we were growing up, she had powdered milk, which okay. is the most disgusting. I don't know if you've ever had powdered milk, but it tastes nothing like regular milk. The year was 1922, and Maura's mom was making a delicious drink of powdered milk. <laughs> exactly. They had just returned from getting some food items at the general store, and... And they had no, no fresh produce as the weekly train had not come in. Ah. And the stagecoaches were running late, so they had to do with powdered milk. You know what else she would do? If we ran out of toilet paper, she'd, oh, leave, no. she'd leave newspaper in the bathroom. Newspaper! Extra, extra, <laughs> read all about it. Or don't use it as toilet paper instead. <laughs> I feel like you're telling stories from the 1920s. I feel like I grew up in the 1920s. <laughs> Can you imagine? And when the mattress was not comfortable at bedtime, it was time to go out to the barn and collect some more horse hair so they could throw it in. <laughs> Pretty much true, yeah. Wow, what a childhood you had. Yeah, throw in oh a back brace God. and uh, <laughs> things are super awkward. Oh, here comes Mara Grimson <laughs> in her back brace. <laughs> She hopes to be able to stand upright one day, and with enough powdered milk and calcium, she may just get there. <laughs> yep. Uh... <laughs> you met my mom a couple of weeks ago. I know, for the first time ever. Did she, is she what you, you pictured? Oh, I mean, I only talked to her for like five minutes, so... Just with this music playing. I, I know. <laughs> I would like to visit her in her own house and just ah. stay there for a weekend and see how it all rolls out. Well, you know what I mean? Your childhood <laughs> just rolling out in front of me. <laughs> I'm sure you would be most welcome over there. Tell me, tell me again uh, how she told you about the birds and the bees. How did that go down? Oh, God. She had the sex chat with her. It was a nightmare. <laughs> oh, I asked her... Why we call the Virgin Mary, Mother of God, a virgin? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, we were in the car. <laughs> and that started it all. And she pulled the car over, put it in park. Well, Mara, let me tell you something. A virgin is somebody who has not had sexual intercourse yet. Forever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it wasn't done in that joyous tone. It was much more serious than that. Trust me. The man inserts his penis oh. into the vagina. <laughs> no. Uh, no specifics either. Yeah. Just shame that I would mm-hmm. even ask the question. Yeah. Was shame. it a hot summer day and the windows were down and you're just sweating? The and- windows up. Oh, yeah. Hot summer day, windows up. Yeah. No AC. No AC. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, yeah. Powdered milk. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying about powdered milk? I just milk? feel like oh, my, things stomach, going bad and my just... stomach is stronger than most because of the things I had to deal with growing yeah. up, okay? You ever see some of those episodes of Hoarders when they go into the fridge <gasps> and then they have, you know, a jar of something that's 10 years old? Oh. 
and it's become something else. And they'll still <laughs> eat it, and they don't die. Like they'll it's still pretty eat amazing. It? Yeah, you'll you'll see them. Oh, that's not bad. And they'll take a spoonful and eat it, and it, you know, grosses you out. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I I, I I'm, it's funny. Like things like mayonnaise and condiments. I'm more like looking for expiration dates because those do last like a long time. What used to drive me crazy when I had roommates was when they would use mayo to make tuna. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, a, a textbook mistake someone who would make, who didn't care about, you know, things going bad. Yeah. Is they would take a scoop full of tuna, of mayo, put it in the tuna, start mixing it yeah. around, yeah. realizing yeah. they didn't have enough yeah. mayo. <laughs> they put the spoon back in the mayo and yeah. now contaminate it with bits of fish. Yeah. And, you know, without getting it all out. And then they put the lid back on, throw it in the fridge, and then you open it up and you're like, well, there's fish in there. I guess I'm not eating that. You know, that's a really good point you bring up about students because if... If these things could kill you, no one would get out of university alive. I remember stuff in our fridge in university, too. We would just eat it. My friend would, um, in our apartment, would cut up raw chicken on a cutting board. And then he wouldn't get to cleaning the cutting board for four to eight (laughs) days. Yes. So the cutting board would have this cured meat on it. Eventually, it was just hard. Yeah. But you know that it's there's all kinds of stuff that is now, you know, leaked into whatever the material is, probably a wood cutting board. Mm-hmm. It was so gross. Mm-hmm. Oh, eventually in my third year of university I had to get a meal plan. I couldn't eat at home because my other two roommates wouldn't do the dishes. Wow. When we used something, we would put it in our section to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. So essentially, they had one guy had a corner, one guy had the other opposite of the counter. I had the table. And so the dishes would just be stacked up. There'd be no clean dishes. It would all be dirty on different parts of the kitchen. And anytime you wanted to eat or make something, you had to clean what you needed to use to make it and eat it. Oh, that's terrible. And my roommates would start serving grilled cheese sandwiches just bare on the couch. They'd just make (laughs) it on a pan and bring it to the couch and put it down because they couldn't be bothered to wash a plate. Yes. That was killer for me. Uh, Great guys, but I was like... I'm getting a meal plan. I cannot deal with this. I went to the cafeteria for like two meals a day after that. My boyfriend had uh, a couple of roommates who were just like you guys, um, but one of them was the worst. So they decided, they they threatened him. They said, one day, we're just going to put all your dishes in your bed if you don't Mm. clear your area. And he didn't do it. So they put all the his dirty dishes, piles of them in Mm. his bed. And he proceeded to just sleep in his bed with all the dishes. For Didn't weeks, even he's like, I don't care. You think I care? Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> so they, if they needed the frying pan, they had to go into his bed and yeah. get the frying pan. Isn't my, that gross? my roommate Andy, when he finally would get around to doing the dishes, which would be kind of twice a semester, <laughs> he would the sink. By the time he was near the end, the sink would be so full. Yes, because he'd be washing, and you know, it would just be accumulating because the plug was in. So one day he thought, well, I need to rinse these glasses, which is nice that he thought to rinse them. Uh-huh. But there was no room in the sink for any more water. So he took a rack of glasses into the bathtub. <laughs> now, you can imagine how clean our bathtub was if people were only doing the dishes twice oh, a semester. God. The bathtub was black except for the area where you stand. It was sort of cleared up. Oh. He proceeded to rinse the glasses uh. and place them rim down <laughs> on the bottom of the bathtub in the filth parts to the point where after you could literally see scum on the rim of the glasses. It was so gross. Just thinking about it now makes me want to throw up. 
But it didn't uh, kill you. That's my point. I didn't drink out of those glasses. And uh, that stuff wouldn't kill you. Just, I mean, just like you could drink a glass of water out of somebody's butt crack. It's not necessarily <laughs> going to kill you, but it's gross. It's gross, yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, I'll tell you, times are changing and mostly for the better, at least when it comes to acceptable behavior in the workplace and, you know, around when it comes to harassment. Mm Mm-hmm. What's interesting is that the website crack.com just put together a list of TV characters who should have been reported for harassment. And some of these characters are some of your favorites from some of your favorite TV shows. Sure. Stuff that they did on TV or in a movie that would never be acceptable today. Okay. I'm sure this list is long. Or at any time. Well, yeah. I mean, they they listed 20. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'll give you some of the uh, highlights, though. Like, if you watched the American uh, version of The Office, Jim was one of the characters. Everybody loved Jim. Everybody loved Jim. And his courtship with Pam was one of the most romantic things on television. Yes, I loved it when they got together. It really kicked into gear at the end of season two when he professed his love for her. But she was engaged, and she tried to refuse him. But then he followed her into a dark room, put an arm around her waist, and kissed her even after she said no. Yeah, that's a really good point. But it's Jim. Everybody loves Jim. I know, but it just goes to show, like, this is a guy who could have easily been written up for harassment. Not if Michael Scott is your boss. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. You may may have had to go higher up than him. Um, This is uh, the cast of Friends. Oh. Okay, what do you think they could have done the then? cast of friends. This isn't a workplace scenario. Oh, okay, good. Because I was thinking about like Gunther and Rachel and maybe there was some harassment there. Uh, this I don't know. This one could be a bit of a stretch, but the case they bring up is, you know, within like multiple seasons, they kept spying on ugly naked guy oh, in the yes. apartment across the street. Yes. And they were violating his privacy <laughs> by spying on him and checking him out and laughing oh, about it. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> so you give them a pass still today by yeah. today's standards? If somebody's naked in front of a window, then they want to be looked at. Okay, this one goes back. It's the movie The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Bender. Who is the badass, right? I don't think I've seen The Breakfast Club. You've never seen The Breakfast Club. What? 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 No, I haven't. Everybody's seen The Breakfast Club, even if you weren't born in that era. Well, you can't say that because I haven't seen it. Well, you need to. Okay. It's on TV all the time. Is it? Yeah. All right. I'll check it out. Okay. Well, he uh, teased Claire joking and uh, about getting her pregnant and then offering to show her a picture of a man with elephantitis of the groin and he put his face between her legs. What? And by the end of the movie, they were hooking up. (laughs) Yeah, I don't need to see it. Now you've ruined it for me. Rocky. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone at the very beginning of hooking up with Adrian. He brings her to his apartment. When she wants to leave, he physically stops her from doing so by (laughs) blocking the door. Oh, yeah. 
too much. I mean, in some cases, though, isn't that sort of romantic as long as it's, you know, depending on where you're at in that early stage of the relationship? Oh, you can't go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know? Like one of my favorite things of all time uh, is if somebody pushes me against the wall to make out with me. <laughs> Which can be deemed... Oh, that's super rapey sometimes. A little bit forceful. Yeah, sure, totally. But, oh, oh! I will sometimes, when my husband kisses me, throw myself against the wall. As if he pushed me there. See, I'm so afraid of... <laughs> You know, didn't we talk about this once before? Maybe. That I I'm, I ask girls if I can kiss them the first time I kiss them. Right. Because I'm so afraid of that level of consent. And this is even before it was really, you know, a big Me Too thing. Mm-hmm. To the point where when I lost my virginity, like the girl flat out had to like basically tell me what was going to happen next. Right. Well, After I fooling think- around for hours, I think she just got frustrated. She kept waiting for me to make a move, and I wouldn't. Yeah. And she's like, all right, come on, you want to do this or what? And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's probably pretty common when it's your first time, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, Edward in Twilight. Mm-hmm. For months, he'd sneak into Bella's room without her knowing. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> that's pretty creepy. He's also a vampire. <laughs> this one could be the most salacious of them all. Smithers on The Simpsons. He spent decades making inappropriate comments and unwanted advances to Mr. Burns. Yes, he did. The man he was in love with. And he just wanted to be a good employee, didn't he? Yeah, I can't believe James Bond isn't in this uh, top list. Yeah, he's not? Uh, Not from what I can see. I mean, James Bond is the classic... I mean, forcing himself on women until they finally succumb to his yeah. charm, which is highly inappropriate. Yes, yes, I know you don't want this. They start fighting back and even hitting him at times no. until all of a sudden it's like, oh, his kiss is too powerful. <laughs> I must have sex with this yeah. man. Yeah, that's creepy. Married with Children should be on that list, too. That show, like, when when Kelly and her friends would come in and the audience would be like, woo! I always found that a little bit gross, you know, because dad was right there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and Al was having visions like fantasies with uh, about other women. And I never watched that show. It looks so dumb. It was dumb. Yeah. But, you know, it was also super popular. I wasn't allowed to watch it. Let me tell you that. My mom caught me watching that show. I get in big trouble. Now Al Bundy's a star of Modern Family. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor. Ed, uh, oh God, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. What's his character's name on Modern Family? It's a dad. dad. <laughs> it's dad. Uh, do you want to know what the biggest songs of the summer are so far? And I know we touched on this a little bit during our show, but I'm going to go through the top 10 because in the podcast, we have more time to do this. Sure. Hit me with it. Okay. So this, keep in mind, it has nothing to do with people streaming the songs or buying the songs online or requesting them on radio stations. This is solely uh, based on the critics. So the nerds, essentially. The nerds. But in some cases, they pick some good songs. So it's hard to argue uh, with some of them. But at number 10 for biggest songs of 2019, I was surprised to see this one there. Ava Max, Sweet But Psycho, yeah, it's okay. It was never like a song I would put in a top 10, though, of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, I have no idea who this band is. And maybe if you like this, you're going to want to look them up after, but... 
Megan the Stallion is the artist, and Big Old Freak is the song. Hey, big old freak, huh? big booty, big old tree. Huh? I'ma make him wait for the puss. Wait, wait, she me big old ski. Hey, <laughs> feet on the bed. Hey, I fuck him up in the head. Oh, look at them look in his eyes. Yeah, it's not radio friendly. Hey, pop it, pop it. Huh? They dreaming by hot rocket. Huh? I hit my phone with a horse, so I know Demi come over and ride it. Nice. I'm on the way. Megan the Stallion. You never heard of her? No, I like it though a lot. Okay, I recognize one of the names of the next songs. Uh, J Balvin. He's mm-hmm. one of those Spanish guys, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't he? And uh, El Guincho and Rosalia have song number eight, Con Altura. What does con altura mean, Bundes? You want to look that up? C O N A L T U R A. I think it means style? Something about style? Con altura. They never heard this song. No. I gotta be honest with you. I'm. And I, it's not that I have anything against Spanish people, but I'm not into the Spanish music craze oh, that is everywhere now. I love it. I was just going to say, you got to put on the, this on one of your boat playlists. It feels like summertime patio music. From what I'm getting, it says the translation is with height. With height? And the music video, they're in an airplane. So. Oh, so up high. Getting high, maybe? Yeah. Cool song. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know number nine, seven, at least the artists you do. It's Halsey, but it's not without me, which I think actually may have even came out. I think that was in 2018, technically. But it's her song, Nightmare. She can't do any wrong right now. Yeah, she's really on fire, isn't she? I've tasted blood and it is sweet. I've had the beneath my feet. Remember when I've we met her? Yes, I do. She was, um... She hadn't really, like, broke out of her shell yet, I don't think. No. And, um... She has this really interesting backstory, and she didn't want to get into any of that. And, uh, like, she kind of, I don't know if she got kicked out of the house or she ran away from home yeah, and did all kinds of stuff. for a while. She, um, yeah, she's got a really interesting story, but she was really not interested in having a conversation with us, I don't think, when we met her. No. She was, she just did the bare minimum. Yeah, I you know, would people agree. People c- come in, they rise to the occasion, you're like, they are lovely people. Yeah. And she could be lovely, but she was very like I don't know why they were bringing her around doing press because she's not somebody who did it well. I don't. I think she may have just been, broke up with G Easy and and they were oh. on again, off again. And I think I think she was having a bad day, and and that's you know the case with some people, especially when we say, yeah, we'll do the interview at seven fifteen. Yeah, she was live on the air. I'm <laughs> yeah, pretty sure, I'm pretty so. sure that's a tough time for a lot of artists to get up because usually they're up pretty late the night before at shows and stuff like that. Okay, next artist at number six for the biggest songs of 2019 is another one you may not have heard of. Blue face. 
Oh, I've heard this song. Tatiana. You're probably thinking, like, where are all the big mainstream hits? Yeah. Because so far, I'd say, like, Halsey, even though that song isn't a hit yet, and Ava Max had the, you know, most radio-friendly songs. Mm -hmm. But you know this one? Number five, Seven Rings from Ariana Grande. This song, I love it. Makes me wonder if she's going to turn into a big old Mariah Carey, though, and be like a super diva. This is her life being like, I got it. I'm making money. She seems like, honestly, a disaster to hang around. I feel like she is Mariah Carey incarnate. Yeah, in terms of how high maintenance she is. There would be stories about her needing to be carried around physically at photo shoots because she was just too tired. So yeah, she had somebody lift her and bring her around to places. I say that to my husband all the time. <laughs> you need to carry me. I can't go any. I can't walk. She's so little. Everyone's so much bigger than her. I, why not say, can you just carry me to the next interview, please? I just, I'm tired. You could literally put her in a backpack. Yes. So why not ask to be carried I know. around? I just, I just, everything I hear about, I'm sure she, she has a really nice side, but I feel like she's super high maintenance. Dating her would be fun for as long as Pete Davidson was dating her until they broke up. Right. That's about what I would give that, any relationship with her being fun. But I don't know. I don't know her personally. You it's could just be an impression. Wrong. I could totally be wrong. Song four is from the band Vampire Weekend. It's called Harmony Hall. But every time a problem is, another one begins. And the stone walls of harmony all bear witness. Sounds a little bit like Sam Roberts' this song. Yeah, I hear Sam in there. Wicked snakes inside a place you thought was dignified. I don't want to live like this, but I don't want to die. Okay, some people are calling this next song the song of the summer at number three, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. Yeah, I wanna take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I love that there's so many versions of this song now. There's the original, then there's the one with Billy Bob Thornton. Billy and Ray Cyrus. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. Bob he would not do a solo on this one. That's Billy Ray Cyrus there. And uh, then there's a remix that we sometimes play on the radio at Energy 95.3. Yeah. Diplo remix. It's a Diplo one, yeah. And I think it's just because people are trying to find a way to make the song longer because the original is less than two minutes. And so everyone's like, God, we got to turn that into a three minute song. It's Mm -hmm. too short. Mm -hmm. People have been listening to it on repeat. Yeah. Chris Bundes. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I think I don't know if it was intentionally done, but the way the song is written, you're missing a course. Usually a song has three courses in it. This one only has two. And. I'm. I think what that did was it created this this new form of writing songs for streaming because all it's done is it's caused people to play the song on repeat. Mm-hmm. So you think it was intentional that they purposely kept it short so people would just play it a second time that they're not sick of it. I'm not sure if it was intentional in this case because in this case because I know this song was originally created as like a meme for like a TikTok TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the the after effect will be that more songs will come out short. Interesting. Like this. Well, when you loop it together, doesn't it loop together almost seamlessly? Mm, yes. Yes. So it could have been intentional, but yeah. all it's done is it, because you need 30 seconds 
on a streaming platform like Spotify in order for it to count as a play. Oh, okay. And you get paid based on plays, right? You get yes. a small oh. percentage. So if people are playing your song more often, you get more money out oh. of it from the streaming sites. And then, you know, sales is a whole other thing. But interesting. in the streaming yeah. world we live in, that would be an interesting strategy. Or at least the byproduct of this accident could be... Yeah. And more songs are written like that, where they feel like they're missing a part of the song. Therefore, you listen to it again. Okay. Interesting. Talking about the biggest songs of 2019, according to the critics, Billboard just put out this list, and at number two, it's Billie Eilish and Bad Guy. It's funny because this song is uh, not one of my favorites from her. Oh, yeah, I love this one. I wonder if I can pull up the song that I love from her. We've used it on other podcasts and people are always like, who is that? Or oh, they yeah? certainly were the first time we used it. Let me see if I got it here. This is my favorite song from Billie Eilish. It even made my family video to the UK oh, soundtrack. <laughs> you laugh, but these videos are epic. Mm-hmm. I always make these two to ten minute long videos when I do stuff with my family. Like trips and stuff. Yeah. And then we love watching them back because they're short. You know, it's not like watching old home videos that go on forever. Mm-hmm. And I got killer music like Billie Eilish in there. Listen to this. Now this is a Billie Eilish song. What a voice. But nothing stops you I don't know any of the words to this. Okay, here it is. I love this part. See, I find it so funny that she does that song, and then all of a sudden, the next song is totally different. It's cool in a way. Yeah. But I, when I first discovered that other song, I was listening to other Billie Eilish tracks. Like I was just loading anything I could find of her, and yeah, yeah she's all over the all place. Over the but place. she's also only seventeen years old, yes. so she's just figuring it all out. And very unique style too. She doesn't want to be judged by her body, so she wears like really baggy clothes. And she's creating a whole look in and of itself. You should really follow her on Instagram. Okay, the biggest song of 2019, according to the critics so far, is this one. Jonas Brothers. I'm surprised that Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber didn't make the top yeah, 10. Yeah, you know? because I love that new track of theirs. Yeah. But it's critics. Yeah. But even though I thought, I thought the critics would like that one if they liked this one. But this one is catchy as hell. Oh, it really is. There you go. Maybe you discovered a song or two in there. Yeah. All right, Maura, let's say you had to pick one of your favorite songs of 2019 that didn't make that list, because I know Old Town Road would be one of them. Yeah. If you had to pick a song... For I'm the kind year. Of, I'm kind of surprised that Khalid didn't make it into the top 10. I, he's got a lot of songs that I like right now, but... Can like, we just talk? Can, can we just talk? Talk, talk about Bobby. Bob, Bob, Bob. um, <laughs> I love that one, but I really like Better. Better. Yes, this one. 
like my perfect beats per minute or whatever you want to yeah. call it. It's a big track. It's my slow jam. Yeah, Khalid's pretty big right now. Do you think, did he pronounce his name Khaled before DJ Khaled? Like when he was a kid and then when he came on the scene, he's like, I can't be another Khaled. So he had to go Khalid or is that just always how his name's been pronounced? That I'm not sure about. It's a good question. Because it's spelled K-H-A-L-I-D. Yeah. Hmm. But I would take Khalid over Khaled any day of the <laughs> yeah. week. Oh yeah, as any far as day talent? of the year. Yeah. Yeah, well, in terms of <laughs> listening to him in a song. Yeah. DJ Kelly! <laughs> Another <What>? one. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. Love best music. Yeah, we, we the, the best. best music. We the best. <laughs> uh, all right, Chris Bunnis, you're an, uh, a, a musician. I'm going uh, homegrown the weekend. I, I'm really liking Lost in the Fire. Like the 80s vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. You know what? My favorite new song is going to sound totally different than those. It's actually, it's kind of a rock song. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I, I just put it on a playlist because I just love this song for whatever reason. And it's from Of Monsters and Men and their new song, Alligator. Have you heard this song? I haven't heard this one yet, no. I'll play mine louder than I played yours. <laughs> so it sounds better. Right. treadmill right now. Uh, yeah, this is too Working many out. BPMs for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. yeah, I like this song. That's uh, I think you lost. Between Bundes and myself and you, I think you lost. I think I won. Feel free to let us know on Instagram. <laughs> DM us. <laughs> If each of us had our own boat yeah. and we were playing that song, whatever song we had just picked, everyone would come on my boat or Bundes' boat. And yeah, if they want to get laid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this is the right BPM for some action. Hey, Tucker's boat seems fun. Look at that. He's not going to try and seduce you. <laughs> you had lots of grinding going on. You got that or on. you could get on Mora's boat and then... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Let me show you the V-Bird. It's funny because I didn't even realize that sounded sexual. The V-Bird is usually the little like bedroom area in the front of the boat. And it's called a V because it's at the point of the boat. Check out my mask, baby. Would you like to see my other V-Bird? Oh, yeah. I'm starboard all day. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> Bundes too. Oh, uh, yeah. Come on, baby. <laughs> bump and grind. Oh yeah. Bundes' boat definitely has like a smoke machine. <laughs> <laughs> Strobe lights. I am pretty sure my boat is going to be full. First of all, I know how to sail it. Okay, so that's going to make a big difference right there. Who said my boat's a sailboat? 
Oh, yeah. It could be a powerboat. <laughs> you would never. I, it's funny because I could see you on a sailboat. You'd appreciate that vibe, but chances are you'd have a motorboat. I want one of those, like, uh, you know, those party boats that you see going around lakes with the, the. Is it a pontoon? Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's what I want. Or a party boat. Yeah, party boat. Pretty fun. Anyway. One day, Tucker. From all those songs to now a classic. That'll do it for our podcast. By the way, we got a lot of feedback regarding our idea of starting a secondary podcast, which is just a collection of all the things we did through the week. On the show, yeah. And we're going to do that. But we're not going to stop the original content podcast. That's right. Because people are like, yeah, do that, but don't stop doing like original stuff that you're not doing on the radio. So we're going to kind of have two out a week. One is stuff you may have missed unless you're listening for three and a half hours every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't forget to check us out Monday to Friday, 5.30 to 9 on Energy 95.3. Then again in the evening at 6 p.m. Yeah, we appreciate it so much. And there's the weekend show, too. Mm-hmm. From the rich man's and always appreciate you checking out the podcast. All that you need now. And we'll talk to you again soon. See ya. Bye. Is in your soul. And you can do this, oh baby, if you try.